0: But edit So editing done?
1: Uh, for the most part You know what I'm saying Editing is never truly done Like the agents If I ever You know what I'm saying If something happens And the agent wants to pick it up They're gonna come back With their edits That they want me to make You know what I'm saying And then when they sell a book To a publisher The publisher's gonna wanna You know what I'm saying Come back with the edits They wanna make so
0: And that's when you tell them Fuck no I ain't selling out mm. Nah that's
1: That's when I sell out Everything <laughs> Like I don't
2: That's like the tap dancing You know what I'm saying <laughs>
0: Like yeah.
1: <laughs> they, they tell me to shuck and I'm a job, you know what I mean? So.
2: Yes, boss, I said, right, it's real good for you. Yeah,
1: no. That's when I go from the from the fro to the conch, dog, real quick.
2: <laughs> I'll put a process and I promise you. That,
1: put that potato lie in it, dog, that real... <laughs>
0: Yo, live from Westeros, it's your boys from DEF CON Jive. We back in the building, fresh off. One of the backs of the dragons flew us up mm. in here. Flame out our competition.
1: Mm. Flame, flame on, indeed.
0: Flame on. The soulful sounds you're hearing are from our boy, Kwame. Introduce yourself.
1: What up, what up? <clears throat> you know who it is. It's your boy, Kwams, a.k.a. Skip Baelish. Mm. <laughs> Stay talking greasy and giving
0: you the little finger.
2: Mm. (laughs) Oh, I see it. I like it.
0: it. I like it. Well, you know, it's your boy, Cannon, a.k.a. John Kia Forte. (laughs) Because that's really all I can afford. I see what we're doing. That's really it. B.K.A. Jerry Wonderbread. Oh, man. Man, I'm a legend in the hood, but you probably don't even remember that. Oh, man. Come on. C-K-A Pros Wells Fargo Mmm <laughs> Cause I was a ghetto superstar But I still ain't get no interest <laughs> Oh come on Shots <laughs> <laughs> Lastly Y Y-Clef Huxtable Man I put them ladies to sleep And then I'm going to November
1: <sighs> Nah I can't even I can't even Look Alright Thank no you way. for being <laughs> Remy
2: this week You know what I'm saying Exactly y'all <laughs>
1: huh? I appreciate you picking up the. I appreciate, the, you, yeah. The scumbag slack, dog. But
2: one of <laughs> one of us falls off, the other one picks it up. So that's a true team, right there. That's what I'm saying. But, but it's your man, Boom Dynamite, aka Versace Chachi. You know, BKA Don Fun Dunk because I'm smooth and that cake been covered. Mm-hmm. CKA Raising Brand Start. Mm. I, used to, I used to roll my eyes every time my mom bought that nasty ass cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh DKA uh young Theon Greyjoy. I couldn't give a fuck even if I wanted to. <laughs> mm. Uh EKA, my man Sirian Lannister. Mm-hmm. I come from one of the wealthiest homelands, but I keep coming up short on the piece. <laughs> <laughs> uh well i DKA Arya Love Bug Star uh. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a DJ Mr. C, Cersei and Hell. Um, Push FKA, it. Tony Sansa, Stark. Mm. I was beefing with John like, who's the boss? <laughs> <laughs> uh, FKA, Jon Snow. Sam- Samuel T- uh, Tully is my informer. <laughs> You're tell me about them Dragonstones? Come on, yo. No. Come on, yo. And lastly, you know what I'm saying? It's your man, uh, Dragonstone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Daenerys is back from down bottom. Now she's back on solid ground. You know that's the opposite of H two O. Okay. <laughs>
0: oh man! Shout out to shout out to the Wester Rough Riders.
2: Yeah, short list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shout out to my girl who said Eve, the pit bull in the skirt was the uh, was the mother of the uh, the wolves. Um, Yeah, we got we got none of those in in Westeros. But anyway. Oh, man. Um, How do we segue into this? With a trash bag,
2: dog. I got fire, man.
0: Um, okay. How about uh, let me try this? So the fans of Game of Thrones are kind of like a cult, like they really they're really into Game of Thrones. R. Kelly's running himself a little cult himself. Uh apparently R. Kelly keeps a bunch of girls in Atlanta, in Chicago, in his studio and in rental homes. He replaces their cell phones with R. Kelly issued cell phones like the fucking government, like Obama phones. Mm. Uh, He doesn't allow them to call, text, email, write their parents or family members. He tells them what to wear, what to eat, when and where to go, when to sleep. And uh, some parents want their kids back. So, boom, you said you had fire.
2: No, I mean, I'm gonna let y'all go first. I, I need. I got a hot
0: take on this, man. Okay. So I'll go ahead. All right. So, sp- all right. So we'll start. We'll start with Kwame then, because Kwame, you you've been said. I think you said this like ten episodes ago. We talked about R. Kelly, and you were like, he's been out the paint. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> yeah. It's uh. I mean, I, I really
1: don't have um any sort of complex statement you know what I'm saying like I felt the the man has been trash for a while mm-hmm. I think everyone has known that um, Really? and there's literally actually you know what I'm a freezer right there because boom if you have anything else to say <laughs> I, I feel like my conversation is over
2: no go, go ahead man go <laughs> ahead. no that's it he's trash that's he's it trash. That's go ahead it. man go that's ahead, it. speak, speak but,
0: your mind man no boom you, you let out
2: a really heavy sigh right there no I mean you know what I mean I, I'm watching some baseball too so maybe it may have been that but go ahead speak your mind man <laughs> speak your mind man I got. I mean, there's
1: three statements to make. Like, um, the man made good music. That's fact. Mm -hmm. Uh, The man has been suspect for a while. That's fact. Mm -hmm. Um, And the man is trash. That's
0: fact. So very true. I got all three of those.
2: Cannon, what's your take, man?
0: My take is the same. Uh, R. Kelly is trash. Um, Again, makes great music. Uh, He He peed on a chick. He peed on a 15 year old. On on camera. Uh and we watched it. Um Y'all wow. sorry, I,
2: I will not admit to that. I don't know nothing about that.
0: Yeah, take that, take that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I watched it. Um mm-hmm. because you know, it it was like, I don't believe this. Like p- people people remember when people were like, it don't look like him. It got a bald head, but I don't know if it's him. So then you kind of like, you know, I'ma check it out. Like Let me see if it's R. Kelly. It was R. Kelly. Um, So right then and there, it was like, man, you're whack. But we knew he was whack even before that joint because before he came out with, I believe I could fly. He was already brought up on some charges and you knew that it was a problem. Then we just didn't have the Internet. So with this report, it's I know some people don't want to believe it, but it's so detailed. It's so thorough. It's like you kind of have to believe this man is doing this and they have they have audio of a phone call of the dude like being a scumbag so
2: all right he's trying anyway, i'm going to stop i'm going to stop this here i can't i can't i can't sit back here and have let this go on this longer i tried to you know what i mean be democratic republic fuck it but um nah, bro first and foremost you know what i'm saying Robert Kelly is a musical icon. Mm-hmm. He's a genius and a prodigy. He throws now, TVs at him too. Beg your pardon? He throws TVs at the girls too. I'm, I, I, man, I don't know if he did, but if he did, it probably would have been the most eloquent throw. <laughs> it would have been. You ever see a TV spiral before? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Um, but um, I said it to say this. If you look at the pantheon of great um, R and B singers, you know what I mean. That greatness comes with a price. Okay. And I'm not talking, and I'm not talking about the. You know what I mean? Fly by nights. I, I, I guess before. You know what I mean? R. Kelly is the predominant. You know what I'm saying? R and B singer of our of our time. He's up there with the likes of Jacko. He's up there with the likes of uh motherfucking Luther, Marvin Gaye. Wow. I mean, if he the 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 numbers and the popularity and, and what he was able to do. You know what I mean? That from the 90s from, from 12 pay, from public announcement going forth. Bro, what are we doing? What <laughs> does <I have> that <laughs> <you laughs> do have to do with anything? You're not know, you know, letting me build my case, right? Let him build his case, Kwame. And and, and I said it to say this. And, and, I, and I think that's important because, again, with those things, with that title, has come a lot of shit, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, Jacko, you know what I'm saying, was 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 in the bed with little boys and having slumber parties. Mm. But the music was awesome. You know what I'm saying? But you can't stop the book. You can't blame it on the boogie. You
0: know what I'm saying? You can blame it uh, on mental health, though.
1: You can't blame kidnapping on the boogie. What are we? What are we? Listen, 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 bro. Listen, bro.
2: Listen, listen. David Ruffin was beating chicks with motorcycle helmets, but ain't no mountain high enough. It's not high enough.
1: All right, I'm. I like. I'm. I'm pretty done. Like, let's go to. Let's move on to Game of
2: Thrones. (laughs) No, I said that to say this. You know what I'm saying? When 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 people are you know are, are crashing cars and picking up transvestites and. You know what I mean? Like these are the the predominant R&B people of our time. When when uh when when people are shot by their fathers over domestic like dispute, like that's what happens, bro. He's so, a goat.
1: So, s- sex kidnapping cults just happen for great music, is what you're saying.
2: Everything comes with a price. <laughs>
1: yeah, Candy, oh, you got you got one second to segue off of this, dog. I'm, <laughs> I'm
2: just saying, bro. I'm just saying, wait, like, wait, like, like, wait, can, we, can we be wait, real? How, wait. Why, I, I, I'm, I'm concerned why it is people don't have this level of disdain for Michael Jackson, for the other greats that that have had similar, you know, inflictions, had similar, you know, uh, um, cases in the news and, and stuff that was just completely asinine. But guess what? When, when Jackson comes on, you know what I'm saying? When Al Green comes on. When 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 David Ruffin comes on, no one talks about you know what I'm saying ah oh, nah nah nah, but when Kells comes on, it's it's it's, it's, it's an issue. You know what? Why is he not in that fraternity where it's where it's the music supersedes?
0: R. Kelly got you know what I mean R. Kelly got to die. Hmm. To be real with you, R. Kelly got to die. Mm. That's the only th- that that's. I, is is there any other similarity between the why? And, and yes I know Kwame I'm indulging in this but <laughs> I'm indulging but the only difference between all of those people you mentioned David Ruffin Luther Vandross uh, Marvin Gaye they all did R. Kelly still alive therefore not only is he still alive he knows what he's doing like David, I mean, David Ruffin knew he was beating somebody, but he had problems. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson had problems. Um, yeah,
2: this it's R. Kelly was a junior all, high dude. dropout. I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't mean to downplay or diminish. It's a know, sex what's I'm not, I'm not. That's not my point. My point is that the other great. GOAT, RB, you know, people that we put in these categories have ridiculous, have asinine, have highly illegal and questionable activities that they participate in. You know, fucking uh, 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 Rick James, running people with crack pipes. He did. But guess what? When Fire and Desire comes on, everybody sings. Because he did. It's not, no, I can't. No, I can't do Super Freak. Before he was dead. Before uh, Michael Jackson was dead, it was, yeah, man, that's fucked up with the kids, but, you know what I'm saying, Dirty Diana, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Why, why Why is that? Why, why do people draw the line at Kells and, and still sing and, and support and, and love the other RB goats of our times or before our times, our father's times, without acknowledging, you know what I'm saying, their sins and their transgressions?
0: Okay, okay, boom. Are you defending R. Kelly's sex cult? No. Oh, Okay, I'm just checking. I'm, not. I'm just checking because it sounds like you're defending R. Kelly's sex cult. I'm,
2: I'm just saying. I've had this conversation with countless people, and this is not not just in in lieu of this, you know, this recent thing, but you know, in 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 in, in his past dealings, alleged past dealings. You know what I'm saying? And. I would ask people, I don't understand how you could say these things about someone and still listen to Michael Jackson, you know what I mean, and still listen to Al Green and still listen to Marvin Gaye, still listen to, you know what I'm saying? Like it 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 didn't equate for me. Mm. And and it's like, who who are you to draw the line and say, what is, you know, what I mean, the the ultimate sin? You know, what is the what is it that he can do that is beyond reproach? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if, like, if your little brother was sleeping at Michael Jackson's house, like, would you still be trying to moonwalk? <laughs> Kwame?
0: I think Kwame took off his headphones.
2: It's dead air. That's what I thought, man.
0: <laughs> Kwame.
1: like this is, this is so fucking stupid. Oh, there you are. This is yeah. so... This is, this is stupid. What are it's we doing? not
2: stupid, bro. It's stupid. It's legit.
1: No, it's not legit, dog. Have this conversation with a woman you respect, and then holler back at me.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, did, have you had this conversation with your wife? I did several times. This is where it comes from. And, I, and, I, and what did and, she say? And, is this something different? I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's because, 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 you know, she's we're older, and a lot of his you know transgressions has has occurred in our lifetime or in our able to like recollect, like you said, Cannon, you know, you vividly remember seeing that video. Um, but like I said, like it was proven that, you know, what I mean, David Ruffin beat the crap out of Tammy Terrell. It was, you know what I mean? It was proven that a lot of these, you know, young boys were having questionable activities, with Michael Jackson. But guess what? People still, you know what I mean, supporting and, and, and rock with that. I'm just trying to figure out why it is the draw the line is continuously drawn with L. R. Kelly, like he did something that was that much more heinous than these other R&B GOATs.
0: So I ask again, are you defending R. Kelly kidnapping and brainwashing these girls,
2: these women
0: into being in his sex cult?
2: No, I'm not. I'm defending his, 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 the, the, uh the court in which he's judged. And why has he not looked at other, like other R&B GOATs? And that's why the first half of my, you know, soliloquy was built on saying where, where, where he ranks in the pantheon of R&B singers. Okay. But we're- and saying that he was that great and then saying if he's that great, why is he viewed like this as opposed to other greats that did other heinous and ridiculous things?
0: All right. But we're here talking about R. Kelly being a terrible person for this one thing that he's doing, though.
2: I'm not saying he's not terrible. You know what I'm saying? That's that's Kwame's whole point, is that he's terrible. He's a terrible person. Is is, is Michael Jackson a terrible person? Do you call these other people terrible people?
0: Kwame. That's my question. Kwame, do you
2: want to answer that? What's up? Do you call all these other R&B ghosts terrible people as well? Do you condemn them and not listen to their music and and state that they've been trash bags for years? Sure. (laughs) So you're going on record and saying Michael Jackson is a trash bag? Yeah, absolutely. What? I respect that <laughs> As long as we're consistent That's all I'm looking for You're looking
0: for consistency Alright R. Kelly's a trash bag
2: though and, and You know what I'm saying Conversely so is Michael Jackson <laughs> So is Rick James
0: uh. Alright Well we can move on to something that's not trash <laughs> Game of Thrones came back, and we're recording this on Monday because uh, we all had to watch. We 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 knew that we weren't going to be able to give you quality entertainment like you just got for the past ten minutes, and uh, so we're here the day after to, um, you know, talk about what we saw, talk about what we think is going to happen, and a special a special moment because. Kwame famously ridiculed on this very podcast for not watching Game of Thrones jumped in cold feet jumped in head first Kwame what did you think Uh,
1: (laughs) it was good it was a it was a uh I'm trying to remember the opening of the um the first season
0: Opening um, of the first the first show of the first season.
1: Yeah. Oh, that yeah.
0: opened up with them um, out in out in out in um, like the forest, and it was snow. And oh yeah, with the yeah yeah. The soldiers yeah. got killed by the White Walkers. <clears throat>
1: um, it is incumbent upon uh producers, directors, or what have you, to lead with something that will get new audience members in, mm-hmm. and um everyone whether you've watched the show or not, knows of the Red Wedding. Yeah. And so to lead off with something like that that ties into it was excellent um, because you you start off in that famous, iconic setting with that famous, iconic family, you know, the group of family members. mm mm-hmm. um, And then what happens afterwards just is almost as equally as shocking, you know? Um, not as shocking, but is pretty shocking. And so it's a great way to get newcomers um, and people who might have fallen off back invested in the show. Uh, because after that, um, it's really, until we get to the, uh, what's the dude's name? What's the librarian's name?
2: Samuel Samuel, Samuel yeah.
1: Tom.
2: Fake-ass Meister.
1: Until you get to him, there's nothing really that's like, jump out at you shocking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's a great way to kind of pull people in, get them invested, and um, and then, you know, push them through the show. So I liked it. Uh, my Probably my favorite part was the ending five to ten minutes where there's absolutely no, no talking. There was
0: no talking. And I, I noticed whatsoever. that too. And I loved it.
1: Yeah, that was a great cinematic touch yeah. because it really um, made you focus on what was happening and how Danny felt. Uh, and and then I so I watched it on HBO now, and um, they I don't know if the actual HBO had it, but they had like a after you know yes the episode they go into it or whatever mm-hmm. yes and so you know they were talking about how they were showing the little snippets of you know people trying to go and interact with uh, Danny um, as she was you know walking into her home. And, you know, other people holding them back, you know, trying to give them her space until she was ready to deal with everything. And then the last line, shall we begin? You know what I'm saying? And then fade to black was dope. So That was really dope. Yeah. I one, thing, one thing Game of Thrones has, and, you know, I knew this from reading the books and you guys from watching the show, that there's a lot of talking and exposition in there. A lot of descriptions about mundane things. Um, and unless a director spices it up a bit, it's bad TV. Mm-hmm. um and so i i like what they did there um i like lady mormont you know what i'm saying putting it down um so it was a great intro episode
0: yeah boom
2: yeah and i, and, and I talked about this uh uh with you in the pre-show i want to highlight a couple of things uh about the first episode number one um like Kwame said i think this was one of the better Maybe say for like the first uh, episode of the first season. Um, this is one of the better opening episodes. Um, in that, it didn't like in, in the past. You know, season openers is more so of a um, rehashment of what happened last, the last episode and last season. And it didn't really start get to going until the second episode. Like you remember when, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Jon Snow woke up, but it wasn't like nothing really happened. And then the next episode, like, he's back. You know what I'm saying? So, um, there was a lot of action, like you said, in this, in this first uh, episode. And I think that would, uh, would lead to bringing people in. I don't know if it's because by design or if it's because, uh, they're doing less episodes this, this year where they realize they can't, you know, waste that time, um, by, by setting stuff up like that. Um, but I, I enjoyed that, um. Number two, to Kwame's point, this was one of the most like um, the one of the most cinematic episodes I've seen. Yeah, And I was thinking about when uh, Samuel Telly was in uh, you know going through the um, I guess the pain is dude's part. Going through in the Citadel. Emotions, yeah. And you've never really seen like that time lapse. You know what I mean? Never. You, you never. You never saw that in the, in any. Uh, season or, or episode of um Game of Thrones. Yeah. And and to see that, um, and then like he said at the end, um, just her landing, you know, at Dragonstone and walking up the steps and getting to her house. Like it, 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 I think it was more um cinematic than other uh episodes or other seasons in the past. Um my only criticism, and I talked about this soon as soon as it happened on uh, <laughs> was uh, the Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Um, and I felt like it was super hokey. I felt like, you know what I mean, like, like, we're like it's like when you like an artist or you like something and it's not necessarily mainstream. Um, And like, you, like you could talk to, like you could talk to people about Game of Thrones, but some people in the office, some people like, you know what I mean, walking around may not understand what you're talking about or may not just be into it because like, it's like, dragons, whatever. But when they put Ed Sheeran on it, like, it was just like, uh, it, to me, it was like a, you know what I mean? It was like a TJF thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's put, you know, Keith Washington on, uh, you know what I mean? Family Matters and see what happens. You know what I mean? And I was just like, we don't, we don't was- need that's that. A, that's like, a deep like, pull right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, I was just like, like why? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just you, you, you see Arya you know what I mean, coming through the forest and she just hears somebody sing the super, you know melodically in, in 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 the woods, and this Ed Sheeran dog is, is a fucking uh, soldier. You know what I'm saying? it's one of Cersei soldiers, and it was just like, come on, like why? Like, and again, that has never been done in Game of Thrones. Like you, you never saw like you know what I mean? Pop culture, you know what I mean? Uh, people well, idols in the show. It was, like I said, it was it was kind of that subculture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they they
0: had guess one there before, but never like a pop guest like Ed Sheeran. That's what I'm saying.
2: I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. not I don't mean not guest, but I mean like, like you know, Ed Sheeran is a you know fucking worldwide superstar, and it's like you know what I mean. Come on, bro. Like you know what I mean. We don't need that. Like who's that for? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is it for Kwame? Someone who's never watched the episodes before and trying to get into it? But it's like that's false because it's not gonna like he's gonna be a, re- a reoccurring character. Really? Um, it was just I felt like that was a bit far in the pull like it was really like uh... yeah <laughs> but other than that like I said I, I'm, I was super excited that it guys the action um I'm super excited um that you know Arya's is going through a list and uh Checking she's paying back people and she's using her uh her many face skills to to get it popping mm-hmm. um, and I think the the storylines are already set up like you know what I mean <laughs> like like really really quickly. And not only did they set him up in the first episode, but they started to, to act upon him. Like you've seen, uh, Euron Greyjoy go to, uh, Castle Rock. He didn't go to Castle Rock. He went to Nights Landing and, uh, you know, talked to, uh, Cersei and tried to, you know what I mean, set up, broker a deal, broker a marriage. Broker a you know marriage, I mean? bro. And, like, like a lot of stuff is really, really set for the season to move really, really fast. And I'm excited for that because I always felt like there was like one or two episodes of, thrones that you didn't really need
0: right yeah there was always filler episodes right um shout, shout out to Euron stepping out looking like straight from Princeton and Revolution
2: <laughs> like what was that was, uh, about yo <laughs> he did look like he had a curl on he, <laughs> looked like he, was really, yo, he looked like he was really going yo, for he it he looked
0: like he just stepped off the basketball court playing against Charlie Murphy <laughs> dog like what's that about um yeah two like you said what what was the air sharing thing about like was that really needed probably but um
2: probably it's probably needed for what
0: yo you know this with, bro with, 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 everything in Game of Thrones means something everything
2: bro everything n- no I'm saying is it needed like in 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 their regards of, like for his fans like no with one season left do I do I need that cheer to like you know what I mean was is, is that gonna be the the pivotal piece that's gonna tie everything together like no
0: no they they could have done that with literally any other person like on this earth like they could have right. done that scene with you as Ed Sheeran's character and it would have been fine it, But I'm um, the scene itself like I said it, it, it shows you that that Arya killed and moved on like it shows you that she's that type of person now that she can take out what like 30 40 50 dudes with poison And just ride off into the sunset and go and drink Mm -hmm. ale with other people. Like, that's the type of person she is now.
2: Tell them North remembers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: So, and I I agree with both of y'all. That opening is super dope. Uh, It sets you up to pull you in like, here we go. And they did, they set up everybody to be where they need to be really quickly. But it wasn't contrived. It wasn't like, oh, you're there already. Of course you're there already. Like, you know, uh Danny was sailing. She started sailing at the end of last season. Right. Um Cersei took over as queen last season. Like everybody was already there. So now you get to see the end point of those journeys. So now she's queen, she's ruling. And now Danny's landed. And now John. Is ruling Winterfell, and everybody knows that John is ruling Winterfell. Um, so
2: and Bran is at uh, what you Bran call it? Bran finally made it That's to the
0: wall, and we knew that he was trying to make it to the wall because uh, you know, Hodor gave his life, and uh, so Bran is there now. So now Bran is about to be back in the mix. Um, and I agree with you, especially Kwame, with the, the last 10 minutes. I, I think it got to like minute four. And I was like, I don't think anybody said a word. And I went back and watched the whole thing again. And yeah, for like 10 straight minutes, nobody said anything. It was just music and scenery, walking, emotions. Dandy putting her hand in the sand of like, I'm home. Um, the dragons flying overhead. And then the last line mentioned as they look at the as they look at the board with all of the pieces on it about where they need to go next what they need to do she says let's begin and that was the perfect intro to the show itself for this
2: season and i think also what was dope about the season was like you know how like in thrones like there's been total like whole seasons where you know storylines weren't even touched you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. Like uh, whether it been Bran, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, he's still out, you know? What I mean, in the wilderness somewhere. This really touched on every aspect. Like you said, Bran made it to the wall. Um, fucking John is struggling to to figure out how to uh uh lead, bring bring the bring the north together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, Cersei is 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 running out of allies, and she needs to. She, Make desperate maneuvers to regain control. They talk about her and um, Jamie being the, the the last Lannisters left. Right. Daener- Daenerys' is home. Like it's literally every storyline was active. You know what right. I mean? And and it passed. Like you know what I mean? Like I said, like Bran's been in the fucking. You know what I mean? Was was past the wall for her, like you know what I mean? Uh, three seasons. Yo. You know what I'm saying? It was
0: like and then there was one season where they didn't touch on Bran at all.
2: Exactly.
0: I think that was like season four. Like you. You got literally zero brand in the whole season. Um, That's what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. Well, one
1: thing, one thing, one thing I like though is so boom mentioned, you know how they touched on pretty much all of the factions. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying that are in this great game. You know, what I'm saying in the Game of Thrones, right? Um, but I like how they kind of juxtaposed um, little things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like you have. The, the map room or whatever for yeah. Cersei, right? Yeah. Where they're walking around the floor and they're painting the, you know what I'm saying, this great vivid mural on the floor, right? Of all of, of the Seven Kingdoms. And then you juxtapose that with, you know what I'm saying, uh, Danny and uh, her crew, you know what I'm saying, walking into, was it Dragonstone or Dragonstone. whatever? Dragonstone, yeah. yeah. Drag, walking into Dragonstone and you see the unused map room there you know, what I'm saying peace is still on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, from when it was abandoned and whatnot, and how it's all dark and drab and dusty. Um, it just like those little comparisons, and then you know, you got John Snow. First off, you start off the movie. You know, what I'm saying with the undead marching. Mm. You know, what I mean, yeah, that's um, right. And um, so you like you literally have all all of the enemies, like Boom said, show up um all doing their various movies. things, yeah. getting prepared. You know, what I mean, so like you've got them. And, and it's funny because, you know, you got the undead walking, you know what I'm saying? my I don't know how many miles in the snow, in the cold, in the winter, right? Mm-hmm. And then the whole, you know, the rest of the episode, you get um both Jon Snow with Sansa and you get Jamie with Cersei talking about, you know what I'm saying, we can't march our armies. It's wintertime, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, we can't march our armies up in the snow. It's illogical. It's thousands of miles. It's not going to happen. And so those little... You know, what I'm saying things that feed off of each other and mirror each other are what I found interesting
0: about it, too. You know, what? I didn't even think about that. How how John said they're they're a South Army. They're not going to come up this far. And then Jamie mm-hmm. said the same thing of like, we can't go marching up there because we mm-hmm. don't have the rations for it. And then here you have winter coming, falls, and they're marching and they're bringing they're literally bringing winter with them.
2: Mm-hmm. let me ask you this joint because this is the only thing that I couldn't figure out for life in me is where is the hound's story going yo the hound got a heart of gold bro he does but, but it's like you know what I mean like like, like I don't like and they spent a lot of time you know what I mean developing that you know what I'm saying because you know that was a spot where uh, you know him and the Arya stayed they killed those people mm-hmm. yep and um I just don't like and you know, he looked into the fire and saw, you know what I'm saying, the the White Walkers like marching on uh, whatever, but it was just like where's the storyline going? Like that's, that's every everything else kinda set up, you know what I mean, it made sense. I just don't I just don't know where his storyline's going.
1: But you said it you said it right there, dog. It's in the visions. Like I kinda that's what I was thinking about um when I was watching it, because in the books, the hound has like like a, a I don't know a paragraph of a story, you know. Like mm-hmm. he's barely he's relevant in the first one because he's tra- he's traveling with uh, Joffrey Aria. and everything. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. And with Arya and all of that, but after that, mm-hmm. he really kind of fades away. Right, you know what I'm saying a typical, you know, what I'm saying G R R M fashion. But but um, I, the way I the way I see it is like they're talking about you know what I'm saying the Lord of the Fire or whatever and how he's brought them back for a purpose. And then winter is coming. You got that clash and contradiction right mm-hmm. there. The hound the
2: fire and ex- the winter.
1: Exactly. You you see the hound had that vision of the mountain and the wall beyond it and the army marching beyond it. And that's kind of it for them. You know, they leave on that note that uh, but it kind of leads you to think that uh, they've been like the eyepatch dude says, like, we've we've got a per- You know, we've been put here for a purpose. So I feel like eventually they ally up with, you know, what I'm saying the starts and the snows mm. and uh so on and so forth.
0: Um and it also they also kind of in a roundabout way confirm that he is the gravedigger who is a who is a character in the books, but they don't really ever name or point to who he is. And here you have him in the show digging a grave for the people that he ended up he's responsible for their lives. Right. So that, that was kind of a dope turn. It's almost like, you know, he he became a, heart, a man with a heart of gold when he started helping out the church folk from last season. And now here he is right. looking into the light and actually having visions from, you know, the Lord of Light. So it'll be interesting to see if he, like, fully makes a whole 180 degree turn to go from killing to, like, saving.
2: And it's crazy that he would fuck with the Lord of Light in that... He got burned
0: so you know what I'm right, saying? So viciously. Right. You know what I'm saying? Huh. I didn't even think about that either. Nah, yeah,
1: that's that's what makes it so compelling though. You know what I mean? Like he's he's had this horrible interaction with fire before, and now he's being called back to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether it's for like he's going through a ho- he's going through a whole um introspective moment, you know what I mean? Like because um like like boom said with him revisiting the place where they mugged the guy and he has a whole interaction with the father and the daughter there whether you know Bert, you know talking about them actually you know what i'm saying not wanting to go there in the first place right but right, right. having to because they right. need to survive the night um seeing them you know what i'm saying uh and then you know having the narr- you know having the the events of their demise mm-hmm. narrated to him as if he couldn't imagine it himself You know, you know, by the other soldiers and then finally, you know, coming to peace with it, burying the brave, burying them in the grave and, um, you know, trying to say something over the grave. Like he's had he had his whole moment. And I feel like it's kind of coming around full circle where he returns and like he does something with his life that's at
0: least worthwhile. Mm -hmm. So, Kwame, how do you feel now that you I mean, you read all the books. Now you're starting to watch the show. Uh, You you already knew that the show is not going to really follow the books, especially since there's not the last. You don't have the last book to follow anyway. Mm -hmm. So how how are you feeling about how this is going to go? And do you feel like this, like the Ed Sheeran scene was made for TV? Do you feel like there's going to be more of that?
1: I hope not. Mm. Um, You have enough there. To to um to build off of without trying to throw in pop culture, mm-hmm. right? Like this this is how this is how you doom yourself. You know what I mean? You do too much, right? Don't do too much, right? Um, and I, I, I and you mentioned or one of you mentioned it earlier where you thought it was for attracting new viewers, and I'm like, that's not, I, that's not how you attract new viewers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's that's fun for a second, like. I, The singing, like the whole design of that scene was fine. The singing was fine. Ed Sheeran's singing was not fine. Because then you're like, (laughs) because I mean, it's I mean, like tons of soldiers or whatever. After what they face, they sing, you know, they'll whistle, they'll play, uh, car flutes mm-hmm. or they'll sing something. You know what I mean? It's what they do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're marching for days on end so that it makes perfect sense. And you hear this beautiful voice singing in the forest, you know, it pulls you to stop. That's a great segue into the rest of the scene. You don't have to throw Ed Sheeran's non-acting behind in there. Like that's not, <laughs> that's not necessary think, at all.
2: I think it's like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, you know how they, uh, do like the halftime show, like for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? And then you're like, why would they have like Beyonce or Madonna or, you know, Britney Spears do the halftime of Super Bowl? Like Super Bowl is watched by, you know what I mean, millions of men. Mm-hmm. But it's because, you know, millions of men watch it, you know what I mean, maybe with their lady, you know what I mean? Then they try to put something in there so that she can stay engaged with it. So it's like, I don't know if it's like necessary for your new viewer, but like, you know, like, like, like shout out to two, you know what I mean? Who was like, I can't watch this because, you know what I'm saying, of the, you know what I mean, the incest. Mm-hmm, I remember right. when, when, when I first started watching, my wife was like, and, and she was pregnant with my uh, son, or or just had my son, I can't remember, but she was like, you know what I mean, that's when uh, Robert Baratheon was killing all, you know what I mean, the heirs. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, I can't watch this, and just killing mad babies. Right. And because some of the stuff that they did in Thrones... Was so, you know what I mean? Over the and top. And it's still so, yeah, over the top. Maybe I need to throw something in there where the lay person could kind of get in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But,
0: like you said, though, this is, we have like two seasons and this is one right. of them. At right. this point, do you have to? Are you really, right. do you really need to attract new viewers with Ed Sheeran? Like, what? <laughs> I, that That is, that was just so, like, it's whack. Yeah, it really didn't need to be, <laughs> like like you said, Kwame. The whole scene itself is fine, and I am a hundred percent sure that scene is going to mean something eight episodes from now. But having it be Ed Sheeran, like all them dudes, do y'all remember? Well, you don't remember Kwame, but boom, you remember, like a couple of seasons ago, it was just a bunch of men singing "The Reigns of Castamere," like they. Mm-hmm. You could have done that again. Like, have all, right. all of them singing, just regular soldiers singing, and then right. Arya pull up, like, oh, what y'all singing about?
2: Let me get some of that rabbit
0: off you. <laughs> Let me get some of that ale off of you. Mm-hmm. But, um, overall, though, episode was great. Uh, next next week, looks like we might get some Doran next week, yo.
2: I'm out of town, man. I, hope, I hope, that, hope that Airbnb got a you know what I'm saying? You got HBO <laughs> in the
1: crib, man. I'm telling you, bro. You need that HBO now, dog. Pick yeah, it everywhere like you, get... you go.
0: But I mean, you can you could do a HBO Go. You won't be able oh, yeah, to watch yeah. it you live. Got... But yeah. since you already have oh. an HBO subscription, you can do HBO Go and watch it after it airs. No, nah, you can't. You can't watch it live with HBO Go. No, no, I don't think you can. What? Why? They pay? Why? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Prevent people from handing out the passwords? I
2: don't know. Probably. Yeah, I saw a report. They talked about Netflix Netflix is losing like uh four hundred million or something like that because of the fact that people share passwords.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kwame, you're right. On HBO Now you can watch it live.
1: Or, yeah, on HBO Now you can watch it live, but on uh HBO on, Go. Um, on can you do it on HBO Go?
0: Uh Looking it up now. This is great radio.
1: Yeah, because like I said, that's how I watched it yesterday was HBO Now. Um because I'm basically paying for an HBO subscription for, mm-hmm. you know, not through my television provider. So But do you
2: have HBO on, t- on your television provider?
0: No, I don't. Right. And HBO Go So if I have it, should it be free? You get HBO, I have HBO? You get HBO Go through your television provider. Which is why I don't believe that you can watch it live. Mm. I'm pretty sure. But can watch I mean, it you know,
1: just but you can just still stay watch off it. of just stay off of Twitter or group me or whatever. And then at 10 o'clock, you should be able to pop it at least.
0: Yeah. Right. That's that's what it is. Like literally stay off the internet. There's, there's nowhere on the internet you can go to be safe. No. Cause I, you know, I'm part of the problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm no, I'm too. Of, like, I'm, I'm the one that put that sharing joint as soon as it dropped. Like, I tried, and, I, and I was trying not to be too, you know what I mean? Cause I know people, I, I hate that. Cause I, I've been in joints so where I couldn't, you know what I mean? But, you know, what I, mean? I just said Ed Sheeran for real, bro. Like, is that what we are doing
1: now? <laughs> I don't care, yeah, I just, yo. I just, um, I just try to post, like, mad, ridiculous hip-hop references. <laughs> um, so, like, during the the library, you know what I'm saying, part, I was just like, you know, enter the 36 chamber pots. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just stuff like that, you know, that doesn't make sense until you actually see the episode.
2: But I I I will say like I mean for real for real, I think y'all y'all ruined the Civil War for me you know what I'm saying why because we thought- hyped it up yeah and Civil
1: oh uh Captain Captain, Captain America.
2: America and um like y'all was just like yo know, fucking air, the fucking airport scene there. and I was just like as soon every time I saw a plane I was like it's about to go down you know what I'm saying and then. <laughs> uh- when they, like when they, when it actually happened, I was like, it's gonna be more. It's gonna be more. oh, that's it. Okay, it was dope." But I thought, I mean, I just thought it was gonna be more because whenever they were there near an airport, whenever I saw a fucking tarmac, I was just like, it's about to go down."
1: So Loki, this is why I like I don't watch trailers. Shut, shout to Loki. <laughs> exactly, Any Palooza. I don't. Um... I and I just, I,
2: him too i saw a loki from uh from fucking him. avengers exactly oh. I was oh loki like,
1: you were like anybody, i was like where are we what <laughs> but um yeah so i like i don't i try not to i'll watch a trailer you know what i'm saying and that's it so like the um you know game of thrones it had two trailers for season yeah. seven i saw the first one i was like all right cool i'm gonna watch it you know i'm gonna watch this the season i don't want to see anything else about it mm-hmm. you know what i mean because the, there's there comes a time where things get too hyped up you know what i mean so i'm like that with um black panther i'm like that's cool i saw that first trailer i do like looking at the the wardrobe you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying the costumes but that's it i don't want to hear about it until february mm. um i i try and i try and stay away from like all of that over that overhead cuz people different people get excited about different things you know what i mean right. like like you said, like like I was just saying, I got excited about the juxtaposition of the, you know, the, the directorial efforts. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what excited me. Like um, all the other uh, nonsense was was cool. But, you know, I liked it when they didn't talk for 10 minutes. That was fantastic. You know,
0: which is the opposite of Game of Thrones.
1: <laughs> exactly. Right. That is everything George R.R. R. Martin did not design for his books. You
2: know? <laughs> That's another thing, man, which, which is why I really thought the, uh, you know what I'm saying, Rough rides because he's double R. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? George
1: Rough and Martin, <laughs> He's the original Rough Rider I dog. Thought,
2: I, thought, I thought the double R meant, you know what I'm saying, that it was going to be a problem. Y'all, nobody caught that. That was, you know what I'm
0: saying? I wouldn't have caught that. That's a hidden gem
1: right there. Does he pop? Does he, does he, is he popping, <laughs> <Right. laughs> popping four wheelers all over Western Road stuff?
2: <laughs> R- Riders. Him and drag on. That's you know I'm saying. That's when the stocks come out talking about my dogs don't stop. Y'all <laughs> dogs don't stop.
0: Yeah. $100 bills. Got $100 bills. Got $100 bills. Speaking of riding, Man. uh, baby strollers, boom dynamite. You got a black business. Shit, I gotta g- See, <laughs> so you weren't ready.
2: Yeah, I, gotta, I, I yeah, <laughs> I wasn't ready. ready. Um, you gotta yeah, watch for the hook. Um, so, yes, it's, uh, my um, cool breeze and shit. But um, yeah, so I uh, I was in a you know church on Sunday. You know what I mean? And um, one of the guys uh church said he has a uh, new startup company that's really, really official. You know what I'm saying? Um, so what you need to do is go to um, hopandswap.com. That's H-O-P-N-S-W-A-P.com. And what it basically is, it's like an Airbnb for baby supplies. Mm. If you have children... And like you like me, you know what I'm saying. You have flown, you've had to check your car seat because you know what I mean you get to a different city and you gotta make sure your kid is riding. You know what I'm saying? In in uh in, in the most protection you possibly can.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Get to a hotel. Excuse me. You may not have a crib. You may not have a playpen. You may not have you know what I mean a stroller to walk around town with. Mm-hmm. And when you travel, you have to check all that stuff. Right. And it costs. So what this service allows you to do is, uh, depending on the city you go to, it allows you to uh, go to a city, and wherever you're at, you can pick up a pack and play, which is like the playpen. You can pick up a car seat. You can pick up a stroller and and any other baby needs. So you can leave your stuff at home, um, not have to worry about, you know what I mean, checking uh, your whole stroller, Mm. you know what I'm saying, Um, checking the whole playpen, checking the whole car seat, and paying those fees, but you can borrow someone else. You know what I mean? Mm. From 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 what I've heard uh, from the young man that that um that started this company, you know, all of his stuff is double, triple checked. Um they make sure it's clean, they make sure it's sanitized, um, they make sure it's in perfect working condition so that when you get there, there's no problems.
0: Mm. So you don't, get, so you don't again, get no sweaty baby strollers.
2: Now you don't get that stuff with the, with the cushioning you know, busting out the seams. Right. That's hopandswap.com. You know what I mean? Um, baby rental equipment when you're on the go. Because like I said, it's it's really, really whack when you got to check that stroller. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't put an overhead. You, got, you have to put it, you know what I'm saying? It's got you know to go
0: under the plane. It's got to. Man. Um, it sounds dope. Like, like you said, boom, as soon as you put it up in the chat, I was like, what is this? So I went and looked at it and like, I'm kind of like, man, why didn't I think of that?
2: Genius, man. Like, it's
0: perfect. Um, And it's, it's, it, the website is really official. It tells you exactly how it works. If you want to rent your stuff out or if you want to um, rent from people. They got some of the prices on there. Like this summer infant convenience stroller is eleven dollars. This pack and play napper and play yard is $15. This car seat is eleven dollars. Like, it's it's official. And it's a startup. So, you know, you gotta you you gotta you gotta put some faith in the fact that it's a startup and that it's gonna be there.
2: it just started in January of this year. You know what I'm saying? And, um... I said, uh, it was brought to me uh, at my church. You know what I'm saying? Zion Landover. Shout out to Pastor Keith Battle. You know what I mean? And he just asked the congregation, to, you know what I mean, to pray over it. Because he started in January. And, um... It was a new business venture for him and his wife. mm mm-hmm. um, And he just wanted to make sure that they were doing the right thing by quitting their full-time jobs and investing all they had to this. You know what I mean? So, shout out... Um, to the to the to the owners and the founders of Hoppinswap.com. Like I said, man, Kwame, you know, man, you didn't you didn't travel to, to Milwaukee. You traveled different places. You got on planes. You know how wacky it is carrying, you know what I'm saying? Having to prepare the the ah, fuck the package. The, the car seat. And 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 God bless y'all people that got two and three kids in car seats, man. Mm. That's a that's a grip. Mm. That's a grip.
0: Now here's the important part, boom. What, what is your pastor going to say when we promote this and he listens to the episode?
2: Actually, my pastor is super cool, though, man. Like He'd probably be all the way down for it, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said he's, he's, he's the only pastor for the Bammers, you know what I'm saying? He said he doesn't want to preach for the people that's already saved. He want to preach for the Bammers, so he's, he's with us. All right. He knows I'm a mess. He's a mess, too. All
0: right. Have you pitched to him the MGF?
2: I have not, you know what I'm saying? I'm waiting for next Sunday. You know what I mean? Um, just waiting, just waiting on a right Sunday to go ahead and drop that on it.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, are you, are you literally going to drop an MGF into the uh, collection plate?
2: Uh, no, because I, I really need my soul to be cleansed and I really need to, <laughs> I don't really need that that everlasting love that comes to it, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm not going to go ahead and do that. You know what I mean? But, um like I said, uh,
0: at Keith Battle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At Keith Battle, the MGF, go, go, uh, go send that to him. And tell him Boom sent you. Also, <laughs> please. Don't. Also, please, hop, please and swap. Don't. hop and swap.
2: HoppinSwap.com.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now for our favorite part of the show uh Kwame, what have you Yo. been listening to uh
1: i don't know if i don't know if y'all touched on this last week at all because uh, you don't listen to the show not at all mm-hmm. uh, but the um when did this drop was it french, the new french montana no we did not uh, touch on french montana French Montana dro- i think it dropped last Friday? Maybe? Yeah,
2: last Friday.
1: Um, called Jungle Rules.
2: When I pull up, they notice me.
1: Come and talk to me like Joe to But don't you be too close to me. Them goons you see, let it go for me. I bring them things, I
0: bring them things. I call the plot.
1: Um, it Ooh. is a lot of songs. It is. <laughs> it's a lot of it songs. Is
0: Eighteen. Jesus Christ, I mean, that's a lot of songs. That
1: that's it? Man, I feel like it's more. But yeah, it's it's a lot of songs uh, and it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Really? Yeah. It's, it's okay. It's, um, you know, I started off this whole podcast experience telling you that I dislike French Montana. That was the um, first episode. Um, and I, I've come to realize that he has his role in place in music as many people, as many do. Um, I, I, he is one of the artists that I put on like while while I am either in the gym or like doing something like I'm cleaning or something like, and I don't need to listen. It's just like background harmonizations. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, what you're saying is you put it on when you need to work, 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 work.
1: Why not? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there's a lot of singing on that thing.
1: There's man. there's a lot of there's a lot of I, I don't even know if I'd call it singing. Right. but there's a lot of that on there but he has he has some joints on there that I do rock with that you know what I'm saying um I put on uh that, that like I, I will skip to you know what I mean um he's got the joint um hotel or a uh, jump with uh Travis Scott and Ugh. and uh hotel bathroom then he's got the, oh
2: the, man then he's got
1: the Migos joint Migos Montana
2: oh my god Tom.
1: um <laughs> And the Future Joint. So surprisingly, a lot of the joints I like are ones with features where it's not just him. Oh my God. But um, yeah, those four joints are ones that I'll skip to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and the other ones are just like, you know, they're cool, whatever. But like I said, it's not it's not bad. It's not great. Um, but it's what I've been listening to.
2: I'm going let me go right here because I listened to that too. And I was... Uh... I think by far the best song on the album is the joint with uh, Pharrell and Max B. Um,
1: Bring them things.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. I think that's my 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 favorite joint. But I felt like I felt like he bought an album, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like oh
1: yeah, just, absolutely.
2: He, like he just paid for all these features, and it's like you know what I mean Migos, Quavo, Future. Um, uh, it's 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 so, it's so many. Uh, no, and, and I also like the, you know, the first show with Chinks on it. You know what I mean? R.O.P. Chinks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like it was a lot of singing. I felt like we talked about this before. We talked about the uh, Two Chains album. I don't know if the uh, if the um, the format of music has changed, where it's just like, you no, know, I'm only going to give you two verses, but I'm going to give you the hook four times. Mm. That's like the Joe him and Sway Lee, you know what I mean? Which I think is a single off the album. Um, but it's a lot of two verse of rapping and and like I said, and Kwame said the 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 most important thing first. He said it's long, like it's it, it, to me it was like a labor to get through all that joint. I'm mm-hmm.
1: I'm 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 gonna be completely honest with you. I've never made it the whole way through. <laughs> I've never made it the whole way through. I, I might have accidentally and I stopped you know I stopped listening and I forgot to press pause, but like I've never I've never looped it all the way through. I always cut it off at some point.
0: Cause it's eighteen yeah, like
2: tracks. I, yeah, I was a. I drove to Ocean City and I played it just because I wanted to have something to uh, to, to take you for the whole, show the whole two hours. <laughs> and and it was just like God damn, like more like you know what I'm saying and like like uh we talked about the Issa album last week. It's, it's not that much of complexity or or difference Ugh, in song. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm. Um, I'm glad I missed topics. That. I'm glad I missed that. Issa album. Mm-hmm.
2: but it was just uh, like I said I think my, my favorite song definitely on album is that that Pusha T that I mean, not Pusha T that Pharrell and Max B joint you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. come and talk to me like see like that joint
1: but like even if he was even if he was like, like he said like he bought an album you know what I mean like if he again guys if you just cut out half the songs and put like the joints with your, fe- your features on there fine so you got a bunch of features cut out the rest of those songs that are just like filler.
2: Yeah, and, there's a lot of filler. And and,
1: and you know cuz then you might have a, a a better at least a more decent album, you know, but I and, it's, and then it's like it, there's no there's no flow to the album. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of all over the place, like up like yeah. you don't you don't you're not carried along, you know, in the album by the by the way that the songs are arranged. It's just kind of like, "All right, we're up here, we're down here, we're doing some" reggae stuff here and then we're back up and down and it's like i i can't vibe to this like this isn't how i'm vibing
2: <laughs> it was like reggae then it was ti then it was future right. then it was quavo and i'm like what are we doing? then it was like some some spanish singer and it was just like come on man like this is yeah um yeah, yeah. so two it, was, questions. it was yeah.
0: two two questions one is every song like a full song that's the first one like No what? i said it-
2: Meaning like, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like full song and the fact that it's, it's three minutes and 45 yeah, that's, that's seconds, what but I mean. not full song with three was three verses and you know what I mean hooks. It's literally like two verses and the hook four times. Right. Well, you
1: know what he did? He did, that's the classic, that's the um the pop format.
2: Like, yeah, yeah, pop, it is.
1: It's where you get a couple of verses but and then you get bridges and hooks.
0: Right. Yeah, that's what it is. And my second question is, is he actually calling this an album or is he pulling a Drake and calling it a playlist? No, it's, it's an album. it's an album. Oh, because because more life had twenty two songs, but Drake called it a playlist. I mean, not, well, in, we, not an but album. We all knew so. it was an album, though. Right.
2: All right, man. Can I, can I talk now? So I can go into real hip hop.
0: <laughs> well, wait, Kwame, you got anything
1: else? Um, I mean, the only other thing I'll I'll mention um, is the uh, is my 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 favorite curator of music, Spotify. Um, <laughs> They have this playlist. It's called "I'm with the Band," and basically, mm. it's a it's a bunch of music by artists from countries that would have been banned by the travel ban. Ooh, um, that's a jewel. Yeah, and he's and they and then they team up with like uh, other artists. Like some of them don't team up, but some but a lot of them do. For example, you got this song called "Options," which is um this uh, dude, this artist named Mo Flow who, who uh, teamed up with Pusha T. Maybe
0: I should
1: take another even out. Right. Oh, God. I feel like on a beat with
0: some work. I heard the same shit coming out your mouth you
2: got a lot of should rock with them. Yeah. Had to realize one-way street and I'm stuck with them, You
0: me as the didn't start before. Uh-oh. Link it up.
1: You got, you got th- this one joint, um, by a uh, Wayakusub, a Somalian group who teamed up with um, what's a designer, and so mm-hmm. you got all of these songs on here, and it's like uh, it's all with a the theme. You know what I'm saying? Um, some of them don't, some of them aren't, but it's all by these by these artists um, that that are associated with these countries that have been banned, and it's some really it's some really good songs on here. You know what I'm saying? And whether or not you, whether you can understand them or not, because some of them are in their native tongue. Like either way, you're grooving to it. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to Tongues. So, uh, yeah, I'm with the band, Spotify Playlist. Um, I just, I was like, hey, let me let me just try this out. And I've been grooving to that as well. Kind of took my mind off of French Montana. <laughs> Thank
0: you. <laughs> All right. That's All good. right, boom. Real hip hop, what you got?
2: I got three things for you, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to go back over that French Montana. But, you know what I mean? Shout out to Jersey. Shout out to your aliases in the beginning. Uh, with your man Clef on um you know what I mean on a song last Sunday Um i definitely went back and listen to that Carnival which is yep. a classical album absolutely is it it's, it's a classic
1: yes uh, yes uh, it's, no, it's, no I'm you know, no. going to the meta what are we doing
2: it's got gone to November what are we doing um, Not making it back may the lord bless you soul I love you girl every time I make a run Girl, you turn around and cry. I ask myself why, oh, why? See, you must understand. I can't work a nine to five. So I'll be gone till November. Stand alive. Are you saying it's yeah.
0: not a classic? No, I haven't listened to it in a while. I actually, I actually no, I actually, own the album. I actually own the CD. I just haven't listened to it in 15 years. So I I don't Co-signed remember what
2: songs I Co-signed by Bob Dylan. Like, it's, it's joints. They, uh, the Neville brothers are on the joint. Come on. Like,
1: yeah.
0: yeah.
2: That yeah. was
1: I mean, my, my joint.
0: My joint was always, uh, uh, of course, it's the joint with cannabis. One, two, watch out for the boys in blue, three, four.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I couldn't say that because I listened to that today. I'm not gonna hold you. Like I listened mm-hmm. to a whole bunch of cannabis today, but I'm not gonna talk about <laughs> that. I will say that for next week. Um, but after I listened to that, um, shout to the boy Dig because he got me on his album back in uh, high school. But I definitely checked out that um, re- I revisited that Beat Junkie Sound Bombing Part Two. Oh
0: man, okay. Yo, just relax.
2: Shout out to J Rock and DJ Babu, You know what I'm saying? You got that Eminem joints. It's just Is that that's volume two or volume one? Volume two with uh, the nineteen ninety nine with Common yeah. on it. Yeah. Um real dope, man. Real, it real is. real. And it got me back into that feeling, right? So then no I went after that joint. Where'd you go? And the my Man Mad Lid and and that yesterday's new quintet, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Listen to that. um what's that down to um The ang- The Angles Without Corners? Yeah. And I've been bumping that for the last two or three days, man. So That's gonna cut. I was saying, that's what I'm saying, we're going to real hip hop on this joint. I listened to that French Montana. I was like, I can't do this no more. You know <laughs> and I went to that sound bombing, you know, and I got real bars. I'm going to say this, you know I mean? This is when I, uh, I really, you know what I'm saying? I, I discovered uh, another one of my, you know, undercover favorite rappers. You know what I'm saying? R-rated Rugged Man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he got me into that hole, you know what I'm saying, Staten Island, you know what I'm saying? I mean Long Island, excuse me. You know what I mean? Uh joints, underground rap, man, like just a lot of dope joints, man. Tash is on it, you know what I'm saying? From the alcoholics. Mm-hmm. Um like I said common Feral Monts is on there. Feral Manch, it's, it's just joints. Talikwali, Milky that Not to, no, he's on a joint with um with Bahamadia um isn't that just,
0: wasn't that also uh most and um most skills and
2: yes yes yeah
0: there's
2: a lot of skills on it that rock record that b-boy
0: document that's the song the, yes yes yeah but um
2: it's definitely uh classical like that first starts off with that uh an Eminem joint, man, and...
0: Because yeah, any man who will jump in front of a minivan... A minivan,
2: you know what I'm saying? Fucking um, crazy. You hear me? You know what I'm saying? Like, it it, it just goes, like I said, man. Um,
0: and it's mixed. So like, like, a real mixtape. It's mixed.
2: And that's, and that's why I got into uh, yesterday's new quintet, because it was like, you know what I mean? You hear all those um straight... It's that straight DJ shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like. But you may X, Grand puba Reflection Eternal Bahamadia, um Peoples, um Thurston Howell the Third, you know what I'm saying? And again, I know I do this podcast with like four people who know who I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm saying still. When I say Diamond D, it's only gonna excite certain people. You know what I'm saying, like Coco <laughs> Brothers. You know what I'm saying, like right. only a couple people are gonna get this. But um, yeah, I put yeah. that on this week. I don't know why. I don't know how it got into the into the loop, but it did me right.
0: It don't ever need to leave the loop. It just needs to like go on hiatus and then you bring right. it back. That's what's up. Um, for me, I uh. I I checked out that your old droog joint. I only play um, it's called the games Pats. That
2: I win, that I, win. <laughs> I only play the games that I win at. I win that. I only play the games that I win. Not going like I've heard in the disc. It's a dub for you. Son, I ain't going to play the game unless I get the W. Them hoes geeks off the rap along. They have been coming to me for a genius ball before the Apple Store. Barkers, that my
0: favorite and rappers. if you've never listened to your old droog before, he uh he sounds like game mixed with Nas
2: he does I thought it was Nas
0: yeah when he first I remember when he first came out and everybody thought he was literally Nas just like a different pitch and like putting out a secret a secret right. joint
2: <laughs> undercover tape yeah
0: I remember Dick said like he met him like he met the dude and still didn't believe it was him <laughs> it's a it's a white Jewish dude who sounds like out, oh, this one sounds more like game than Nas, but you still hear like the Nas flow come out. Um, but it's it's dope. It's 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 got some some joints on there. He's got bars, but everybody knew that. My only problem is he has a song on there where he says, um, it doesn't matter the color your, of your skin, it only matters if the MC goes in. Mm. And while I agree with the premise. It, I don't agree with it in practicality and in real life. Because <laughs> if my def- skin was
2: pale, would I sound like Eminem or Adele.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's definitely about your skin, bro. Sorry, uh, but other than that, it's um all the beats on there are kind of like dirty hip hop loops. Um, Alchemist is on there. Hmm. Uh. And then he got a bunch, uh, uh, 88 keys is on there, and then a, oh, a, a bunch of uh, yeah, right. And then a bunch of uh, his like own producers. So, um, but it, it, check it out, I, I think it's dope. Your old Drew packs, but what it sounded like, and it, what made me listen to, is that Rock Marciano, Rosebud's Revenge. <sighs>
2: the first chain I ever owned, I
0: stole an bone. The end ball, the ball. The sold, I bought a yellow one. Back when I was and blowing the red zone I could see me in in dress clothes Pressing holes for dough, my I had, I had to, to bring that back And, girl, neck bones, and bones, I mean, we talked about it at length I'm not going to go over it again and again But you need to listen to that That shit is fire
2: And I want to shout out you too, Candy, Because I definitely listened to that uh, That Mick Boogie and uh, Jazzy Jeff joint, man Because, like I said, man Uh your man, three stacks and uh, and
0: mm-hmm. Pimp
2: Steel with that sacks, man. <laughs> God damn, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. mommy,
0: you need that in your life, bro. You do. Do I?
2: You do. You do. But do I? No, but you do. But you do. Because I definitely played it in the car with my son. I was like, yeah, hold on, No curses in this joint. And the joint goes. Right.
1: No curses in this joint. Yo, real talk, man. I need I need honest, uh, explicit labels, dog. Like none of this. Like if you slip that one <laughs> word in that one song, the album is banned from my car forever, dog. Like <laughs> I
0: need I need honest, explicit labels, please.
2: Now you, you need that Mick Boogie and that uh, DJ Jesse Jeff, man.
0: I'll, I'll be honest, Kwame. I think that on Summertime Eight, there may be like two
2: songs that have
0: curses in them. But, I mean, they actually took, like, the pain of making a prodigy freestyle, like, cleaned it up. They cleaned up a prodigy freestyle, so. So it was an instrumental? <laughs> so they were they were more committed to, to the clean version, because they, they realized that these mixes, people want to play them at, at barbecues, and you can't just play a whole bunch of cursing. So I think, I think it's, like, two songs out of, the 34 that have cursing in it, but I don't remember which ones. For sure, it's a great
2: vibe. Regardless it, of the curses, like
0: it's a great vibe. It is. It definitely is. And then for 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 good for good measure, I threw in that uh backstage mixtape. No shit, no shit. No shit. Oh. because we talked about the the Jay-Z and Maya Best of Me part two. And I was like, man, I forgot about this joint. Yo, boom, you need to listen to that backstage mixtape, man. I I used to hate DJ Clue because he yelled over every song. And now I found myself being nostalgic about DJ Clue yelling on every song. It's, It's a trip.
2: I used nah, to remember when nah, I'd be I like...
1: That. I still hate that. I still
2: hate that. <laughs> I don't know, man. The professional part two is classical.
0: It is. Nah, I still hate it. Shout out to Nature. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the best of me part two. Um, Beanie Siegel over a Timberlake. That was the first time we got that. Prodigy's Keep It Thorough was on air. Oh, shit. Uh, CNN were on air. And then, of course, you got a whole bunch of Rockefeller. Uh, Chris John is on there. Oh, Chris John. Like, it's it's crazy. So check out that backstage. What was the stage.
2: joint? What was the Rough Riders singing group? What was that called? Parlay. Oh.
0: <laughs> Why do I know that off the top of my head, bro?
2: You said that shit so quick.
0: Because <laughs> I'm a Rough Rider. <laughs> Bro, Parlay had like two songs, and they were on the backstage mixtape, and they were on Rough Riders Volume One, and then that was it. Oh man! Uh, so yeah, that was it.
2: <laughs> Drew. George RR man. Says for Rough Riders, dog.
0: So Drew, uh. Drew, Rock Marciano, DJ Clue, backstage mixtape. Uh, so that's that's it for a Monday night recording. Uh check us out on iTunes, Google Play, do it. Uh iHeartRadio, do it. Uh check it out man. I saw I, uh, we we got a new joint we on podiant.co. Okay. Mm. And you can you can go there to defconjive.podiant.co. Um, we still on SoundCloud, even though who knows what's going on with SoundCloud.
2: Shout out to Chance, man. Chance is the hood, the hood hero, dog. Right. You saved Chicago youth, now you're saving SoundCloud, dog. Right, like, bro. You saved the kids and the adults. Like, I can rap now and I can get my kid in school.
1: I just hope he, <laughs> I just hope he didn't get built out of no money, man.
0: Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I, I was hoping that, too. I'm like, man, I hope those investors, I mean, uh, I hope him investing, like, them dudes aren't, aren't just going to, like, Steal his money and go because they they haven't been
1: making sound business practices. That's why they were, they were that's why they were in that
0: situation in the first place. But right, but I'm hopeful. Right, but as a backup, we're on. Like I said, Podium. Uh, we're still on Stitcher. I'm trying to get that feed fixed, but Stitcher ain't even responding. We're not big enough, so they they ain't responding to us. Mm. Um, we get there if
2: y'all fuck with us, man. Shit.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. We need y'all to help us get our shit right. Um, But also, if you just, like, listen to random joints, like, we on Pocket Cast, we on Overcast, like, anywhere, Pod Directory, Podbean, anywhere you search for Defcon Jive, we there. So subscribe, listen, like, share with your friends. Uh, We everywhere. We're trying to be.
2: Don't share with my mama. Hey, did you see this joke before we get out of here, man? You know what I'm saying? The the uh the cowboys, you know what I'm saying, kick returner, lucky him. whitehead, dog. You see this joint? You trying to be here for another half hour. Nah, what? Someone broke into his house and stole his dog, and they're holding him ha- they're holding him ransom for for 10k. And he's got these what? videos out where they're telling him like we're knocking his dog back Let's give us 10 racks. What? what? does the world come to, bro? What kind of <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they stole the man's dog I was like you gonna give us 10 rocks you're not getting your dog back bro you know, what kind of John Wick shit is that <laughs> right did they want this to go John Wick on them people <laughs> could it's you like, imagine no lessons
0: yo what the fuck anyway email us podcast <laughs> at defcondrive.com and uh for another week man we out of here this is your boy Cannon uh aka AKA Y Clef Huxtable, man. Put him to sleep and then I'm going to November. See, so you we
1: had forgotten all about that. <laughs> and you had to just revisit and bring it right back up. Man, right. man, drop the disclaimer. It's your boy Quams, <laughs> AKA skip Baelish, dog. Take this middle finger.
2: It's your man Boom Dynamite, aka Freaky Zeke. Not guilty and we filthy. <laughs> and we out. What it is, the palindrome.
0: Yeah, it's palindromes.
2: since uh You should have played that for, for, for the R. Kelly drop that Aliyah that back back forth and forth. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, That's fantastic. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: just saying palindromes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>